0: Hello, everyone, and uh, thank you for listening to the what will be the season finale of season three of Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. It's Donald here to do my typical cold open, and uh, this one's going to be a little different. And I'm sorry, because I know that the coverage about uh, what happened to Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the other seven passengers on the helicopter that tragically crashed and claimed every life on board, but uh, it would be remissive of myself scott and tom to not acknowledge uh the impact that kobe bryant had both on the nba and on the world of sports around the world and you know just seeing the pro bowl and the way that players were reacting on the sidelines when they were being told and you know Devonte adams throwing up the 2-4 in honor of kobe and uh doing a 360 dunk in his honor uh when he scored his two touchdowns in the pro bowl we just wanted to send our heartfelt uh thoughts and prayers and everything in between out to uh, the families that were affected by this tragedy. And uh, you know, Kobe was a really insightful, uh, intelligent person. and you know it was he was very admirable uh, in the in his, you know throughout his career, and we kind of watched him grow up before our eyes. and you don't get to do that too many times with athletes and have it turn out as well as it did with uh, Kobe Bryant. And so uh, we we feel a great debt of gratitude for him kind of redefining what it could mean. Uh, to be an elite-level athlete. Uh, Kobe, one of my favorite things about Kobe Bryant, and I, I texted Scott about this earlier this morning, was he just had that magic quality about him where every time you thought that there was a chance that he could you know, do something great or do something incredible, it always seemed like he did. And uh, to segue into that, we've got our Super Bowl prop bet pool where another uh, budding magician, if you will, and Patrick Mahomes will uh, take on... Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. Our Super Bowl prop bet pool is still going on. You can find it on our Twitter, at RutzFF. Uh, Scott's on Twitter, at WagsFF. Tom's on Twitter, at HillierFF. I'm on Twitter, at Why so Serious. We'll be uh, talking about the prop bet pool all week long. Still time to sign up if you haven't yet. Uh, we cut it off at about, uh, I think we said we're, well, you know, uh, Cause we said it on last week's episode. So I'll leave it at that uh, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, to Gigi Bryant and to everybody else who was uh, unfortunately uh, claimed too soon by that helicopter crash. Uh, in the meantime, uh, what we can do in times like this is whatever helps us, uh, process this and whatever helps us feel better and for scott tom and i for the last three years one of the greatest joys of our lives was bringing this podcast to you and talking about the wonderful world of fantasy football and so that's what we're going to do and we got a really fun one for you guys it's the fantasy football award show uh, hopefully everybody enjoys it this is going to be the season finale so we will see you guys later on this spring and summer to get you ready for yet another fantasy football season but right now let's recap the best fantasy football players of the 2019 season And let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up The Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the season finale of Run Up The Score. It is a momentous occasion. Most people, the haters, they said they'd never, they'd say we'd never make it, but here we are. And we're recapping the season in the best way possible, the Fantasy Football Year-End Awards. We are giving out an awards like Loser of the Year, Draft Value of the Year, so many great awards, capping it all off, of course, with some of our favorites, Rookie of the Year, and, of course, the Fantasy Football MVP. Bet you can't guess who we're going to nominate for that one. My name is Donald Wagonblast. I'm joined, of course, by my co-host, Scott Wagonblast and Tom Hillier.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: Gentlemen, congratulations on another fantastic season. An MVP-level season from both of you. One final
1: show, huh? One last last dance there, Tommy.
0: Like Bad Boys One
1: last. Go on. I'm interested to see where that's going.
0: One last (laughs) ride until we make a shitload of money.
1: And we do have to
0: do the fourth one. one. Let's go. <laughs> I'll be Will Smith. I will be Vanessa Hudgens. Tom, you could be Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence is funny, man. Martin he doesn't Lawrence get a lot of credit for is... no. being very funny.
1: Well, I mean, uh yeah. they they were both on LeBron's barbershop show to promote the movie. It was a good episode. Oh yeah, cool. I'm sure it was. Very
0: cool. All right. Well
1: They talked anything. about the Why don't why doesn't he love me episode of uh Oh where they uh, uh, the Fresh Prince
0: it's, it's about his real dad, but like Will Smith and his father have like a great relationship.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, LeBron
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: you know, LeBron yeah. watches that a certain way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah.
0: of course. Jo- J. Cole too, according to multiple songs of his. Good point. Good point. All right. We have to start the way we start every recap first episode First things first.
1: Ever. <laughs> first things first. It was right it was, it was right be there before you done. Yeah.
0: I was literally about to go first things first on the realist. And make the wrong reference to Iggy Azalea. No. But we start, you know what? That was that was a loser move. I look around at us, you know what I see? Losers. So here we are. One of our favorite awards ever to give out. The loser of the year. When they pan so many nominees. When they pan to these guys at the award show. Yeah. They have very sad faces. They're on. very somber. Most most awards everyone's smiling yeah. and they're waving. Yeah. But but Tom's got a great pout on. And guess who's super pouty? David freaking big time stinky loser Johnson. Yes. This is horrible. 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 And the worst part about him was he gave you four pretty good weeks. Yes. And he gave you weeks where you thought, "Oh wow, I might actually have a really good running back here." And then he inexplicably, with really no reason, no, no sign, no nothing, poof, gone. That's it. That's it yep. for me, guys. I'm done. You know it's what? Week eight. And you know what, guys? I'm done. I'm I had done. a great run, and now it's over. I had some touchdowns. We had some laughs along the way, but I'm I done. have a rookie quarterback that who, if I work well with him he and i could revolutionize offense in the nfl as we know it just imagine a team but, having david no. johnson and making the playoffs this year Duh. did you see Duh. one team that had david johnson that had
1: more than 2 wins no it's it's only <laughs> if you got kenyon drake yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's literally
0: it <laughs> but even then it took till what the playoffs yep. you didn't make the playoffs and you had him <laughs> and yeah. you drafted
1: him as a dolphin
0: <laughs> right <laughs> that's right david johnson with one of the worst yep. seasons you can ever imagine yes well um I'm going to go now because usually the middle one and people forget about because you come out strong and then you end with the bang. And Tom is certainly going to do that with his nominee. Yes. I'm going Alvin Kamara now. If you listen to our running back recap, Alvin Kamara finished right on the fringe of RB1 numbers. Yeah, It was on the back of four touchdowns in his last two games. He scores six touchdowns in three games. He does not go over 100 yards rushing. Ever. He doesn't have a game with, you know, 10 receptions, which Christian Ever. McCaffrey did. Can you um, a lot of other running backs. He had backs a 20-target week last year. Yeah, and had nothing <laughs> to show for it this year. It was Taysom awful. Hill. Um, Taysom Hill, Latavius Murray, Jared Cook, Michael Thomas's historic season, yep. and the like all contributing to Alvin Kamara, just coming nowhere near what you thought he was going to be, which was a top three player Loser. at the position. You know what I see? Loser. Loser. Loser.
1: <laughs> the good thing about him is that, you know, he at least scored in the end of the year, and which is a little similar. Injury.
0: He can blame it on the Yeah, injury, which is a little,
1: a little similar to Odell Beckham, who scores in Week 16 and 17. So if you somehow started him in a two-week ESPN league that plays 16 and 17, he might be in your good graces, but I don't know how you made the championship All three of you. while starting Odell Beckham Jr. Um, he was brutal this year. Besides those two games, he only had two other games with a touchdown and it wasn't for a lack of being targeted. I mean, he had his targets. Oh, he was yeah. just insanely frustrating. Yeah. Um, he didn't have a game above nine catches, which, you know, Come that's on. asking a lot, <laughs> yes. but most of it was below, well below five, five or below. Yeah. And, uh, the, my, my biggest problem here is, you know, the touchdowns. Yeah. Every Where other year they? of his entire career, he is a double-digit touchdown guy, yep. and uh, in standard he finishes as wide receiver thirty-one.
0: Brutal. Jesus. And some people were taking him at the very top of the second round, and maybe even Everyone. in the first round. He wasn't going. And back. that's take me. 12, no. 13, 14. Awful. Awful. Awful year. And I think you know I saved Tom for last because I think he wins that one. You think so? I think so. Well, I think.
1: I think. Check uh, this out. David I'm gonna. Lightly I'm West gonna West take West. it now. I'm gonna take it now. So in standard, he was wide receiver 31. Right. If you combine his finishes in PPR from 2014, 2015, and 2016, um, and 2018 because he missed uh, – A lot of time in 2017.
0: 2017.
1: Yep. Yeah. So that's – in PPR, wide receiver 15, wide receiver 4, wide receiver 5, and wide receiver 7. Right. That's how bad he was this year because that equals 31. Oh.
0: <laughs> Very good. Very, very good. So he's Tom. been building up to this performance yeah. his whole career, right? You know, yeah. He's it been takes a little bit of these years on all his life, he's <laughs> been mathematical his gymnastics. And he finally got it, yeah. But that's what we keep you around for, Tom.
1: You you combine his four best years ever, yes, and you get this year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> awful, awful, awful. All right, in the
1: wrong direction.
0: Yes. yes. From there, we go to our nominees for the award for players who were losers and are no longer. It's the fantasy zombie of the year stop
1: it, stop it.
0: oh boy um i think i'm gonna oh, drop. i think i'm gonna take this one and i'm going with anthony miller i mean Ooh. i gave up on this guy yeah completely in the middle of the season in a dynasty league yep and he finishes the year with i believe it was three out of his five last weeks he had double digit targets he was scoring he was going over 100 yards doing everything that odell beckham couldn't apparently yep. <laughs> and You know, like, this is a huge reclamation project for Anthony Miller. It makes the Bears offense look a little bit better going into next year after finding their way towards the end of the season, Um, especially with Allen Robinson establishing himself as that wide receiver one elite option under Mitch Trubisky. I think Miller is going to be that slot guy, the Jarvis Landry type, if you will, and I really like that for him going forward. I'm all the way back in on uh, what's-his-face, and I didn't – Anthony Miller. And I'm – I'm shocked that I am. I'm shocked. Yeah, I mean, he had a really stunning year, but, you know, this was one of those guys where it seems like, you know, we were like three or four weeks ahead of, like, yeah. hey, he's really picking up some steam here, and hopefully he can continue that, and maybe we're looking at him as not only a zombie this year, but maybe in next year's Aladdin as someone you can take later yeah, in drafts that hasn't been in season. Really, really good point there, Scott. Uh, Tom, it's rare that these awards are ever given to a quarterback, and so you've got one here. We got to hear the the argument for your fantasy zombie of the year.
1: Yeah, fantasy zombie of the year and I think this is a good one. Don, I'm going to throw a little bit of a mudslinging campaign. Anthony Miller had a lot of touchdowns last year. All right, so he I, I don't know how zombified wow. he really was Tom, 2 years Tom ago. Tom always I throws say. a little shade
0: in this award. He always yeah. does like, nah, uh, he's "No, he's not really uh, that." Well, listen, big he's running problem. a campaign for his
2: guys and if you got to go at Bernie Sanders, then you're going to have to do it. But, of course, if you come at Bernie Sanders, you best not miss, young man, because otherwise Don, Don you're told in me, for a world of hurt.
1: Don told me in a private meeting that he didn't think that Ryan Tannehill could be zombie of the year.
2: Well, in, first of in, all, back... I, think you're, I think you're using a lot of conjecture in what, in what was said behind closed doors and what I assume to be a conversation among friends that would not leave that room and go out to the American public.
1: All right, well, and here's the, the only case only for Ryan Tannehill. Make. Here's the case for Ryan Tannehill. Okay. He comes in, and he beats the whole world up. He plays nine games in full from week seven to week 17. There's a buy in there. Yep. And um, he goes nuts. He only has one game where he doesn't uh, throw multiple passing touchdowns. And while you say, oh, there you go, Tom gave me uh, some breathing room. He had a rushing touchdown in that game. Nice. And he scored 23 fantasy points. Yeah, so buddy. Ryan Tannehill went out there. He never busted. He kicked ass every week. He made it to the playoffs. He cost you absolutely nothing, and you thought he was done. You thought he was just some wide receiver that made it as a quarterback, yep. when in reality he was born to be a quarterback. You but thought he, just he had was to put just up...
0: another bad draft pick,
1: didn't you, Don? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he just had to put up with Adam, Adam Gase. Gase, which <laughs> almost no one should have to do. The guy had four. <laughs> the guy had Including four rushing touchdowns. Multiple touchdown games in every single appearance. The guy was a legend, and I'll stand for no other zombie. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what,
0: Tom. The guy I'm going with, his former number one wide receiver, (gasps) Devontae Parker, has the zombie performance of the ages. I am not only petitioning that Devontae Parker win this award, which he will undoubtedly. Rutz fam, I know you got me on this. I am petitioning we change the name of this award to Zombie of the Year slash the Devontae Parker Award because of how good a season this man had. He was a complete revelation. 1,000 yards, almost 80 catches, and seven touchdowns. Out and in bunches, above. too, no towards the end of the season. This guy was completely unreliable for the first four years of his career. There is no better zombie. He was dead buried six feet under and he comes back to finish WR seven. I really do love what he was able At to put PBL. together this season and I mean he's just he's just great.
1: He's just really, <clears> really imagine good. imagine him and Tannehill have got to play together. In 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 uh Tennessee <laughs> <laughs> in general. I know they played together obviously. But you, you couldn't tell no with one Adam Gase's offense. Yeah, no one should have to suffer through Adam Gase part no, two right no, there. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Sorry, Sam Darnold. Had I known, I would have picked Kenyan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yes. Yeah,
1: you almost did, didn't you?
0: I, no, that I, I was have a him for something one. else. Was oh,
1: that's a different one. one. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah almost did. All right, uh, let's move on now. This is uh, this is one of my favorites, just because it's my favorite Disney movie. Uh, it's the it's the digital remake of the. Line. Just kidding. Um, it's the next year's Aladdin for the diamond
2: in the rough. I must find this one. This. Diamond in the rough. This
0: is a guy who we think could be a really big draft value at some point next season. And, uh, Tom, why don't we start with you?
1: Yeah, I got a guy known a pick. only as Hollywood Brown. Yes. Now, Hollywood Brown, he came into the season with an injury. He wasn't 100% right out of the gate, but you wouldn't know that because he went crazy week yeah. one. Yep. Unfortunately... You know, you blow your fab on this guy, he gets hurt, then maybe you actually sat him or whatever, I don't and you didn't it. get to properly ride the coattails. Yep. This guy finished as wide receiver 44 in standard Okay. in okay. his first year ever on 71 targets. On a so, team that
0: never throws. Yes.
1: On a team that barely throws, but uh, he, he didn't really play 14 games. You know, he played right. like 13 or 12. Right. And... This is a good performance by him. There's no doubt about it. Granted, 147 of his yards and two of his touchdowns came in Week One. In one game. Um, still counting. Yes, but he had he had another multi-touchdown game, and in his rookie campaign, he misses two full games. Now that I'm looking, and I already said that, so I right. actually already knew. Um, but he scored seven touchdowns, which is as many as uh, you know, as DeAndre Hoskins, that's pretty
0: Tyreek Hill, both had seven touchdowns. Devontae, Adams, Chase, Adams Hill less.
1: Yeah. Taysom Hill, 7 himself. Pretty good himself. company. <laughs> um, a lot more than Odell Beckham, that's for sure. Yes. And on a lot less opportunity, right? Yeah. This guy had zero rushing attempts. He's a guy who, the, when he is healthy, they should be giving him these gadget plays. Yeah. I think next year, going into the year, um, he's going to be ranked inside my top 30. I already had him at 35 coming into this year, and if he yeah. played in those other two games, probably he might have hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So – when when you consider that this guy is a top, you know, 36 option, right. that means he's a weekly flex. There were, and if you're in a three if you're in a three wide receiver league, he's a weekly start. Yeah. so guys, he's a guy to not forget about.
0: there were guys in the top 30 who I would for sure rather have had Hollywood Brown instead of. yeah, i mean even thinking like Larry Fitz was yeah. 37, yep. i would have much rather had Hollywood Brown even just this year, you know. Right. I think Hollywood Brown's gonna be a guy where you look at his the end of season, his numbers are gonna be yep. good. It's gonna be tough probably to tell when those weeks come, when yep. they're great, but when you do, he's he's kind of guy that I, I I'm kind of thinking of him in the same way I, I always have thought of Brandon Cooks. Like, he's yeah. going to get to his numbers because he's a good receiver. He's a good deep receiver. When those come, you might have to be yep. smart when you pick your spots. But I think he'll be a great value next year. Yep. right I'll write on with that one, Tom. Scotty, we'll go to you. You couldn't resist bringing up this guy no, one last, more time this last season. Last episode of the year, I mean, it's – No, I know you're thinking it's Davey Westbrook. It's not. No, no, no. It's Noah Fant. Of yes. course it's Noah Fant. Um, <laughs> Noah Fant finished this He is this year really strong. Yes. And the biggest fear for him for Uh, when I think about him, is really just staying on the field. Uh, He really battled some foot injuries that are a little scary. um, You know, going forward with a big guy like that, especially a tight end and those foot injuries can be a little tricky. But, you know, he showed – us this year you know he has fi- he still has 500 receiving yards this year yes you know and he barely plays in the at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. he, he misses weeks he, he misses a lot of snaps and a lot of opportunity how many times do we say if this dude could just catch the ball at the beginning of the year right. they were getting him in such inventive spots oh yeah i think all that stuff comes together next year with your second year tight end tom you tried to warn me about this all year long it's not gonna be no <laughs> fancy year. he's a first year tight end and now i'm ready for year two i think yeah. he's gonna be in a spot where you're going to see those plays kind of come together. And yeah, if he hits, he hits one those or two plays. or three yep. or four more of those plays, he was a tight end one this year. He becomes a tight yep. end one. And I think that only bumps his usage up right. with a rookie quarterback coming in next year. The nice young core. I'm real excited for Fant. Absolutely. Every reason to be excited for Noah Fant. Listen, this award is the diamond in the rough. It's a good pick. The beautiful thing in the ugly situation. I and like what yours. was uglier than the Cincinnati Bengals in 2019. Nobody. What was no. prettier than the first week where John Ross changes his number, changes his outlook on life, changes his fantasy <laughs> Changes outlook, our opinion of him. Changes our opinion of him <laughs> by going absolutely crazy yep. against the Seahawks only to do what else? Get hurt and then get lost in obscurity yep. to a horrible offense. Well, guess what? I watched the national championship game. I watched enough college football to know Let's go. that Joseph Burrow is the real deal. The Bengals have already announced they will not be trading pick one. You know why they're doing that. Chase, you are going and they're going to get Joe Burrow. And guess what? Not only is Joe Burrow one of the more accurate throwers, not only one of the most poised quarterbacks you'll ever see, not only did he put together one of the best football seasons ever in the history of collegiate athletics. Oh, yeah. He also throws a beautiful deep ball. Lovely. And he can't out throw anybody. And that's good because guess what? John Ross, the <laughs> fastest man in NFL history at the combine. About to put that to the test. Let the man run <laughs> under those Joe Burrow deep balls. They're going to have Tyler Boyd manning the slot. Maybe they bring A.J. Green back. Who knows what situation like. It. Zach Taylor said that they're going to make it a priority to keep him. Who knows? but John Ross, he has got a Deshaun Jackson-esque opportunity ahead of him yes. if he can just stay healthy, and that's why he's my diamond in the rough because sometimes you don't find the diamond in the rough. It just gets lost in the sand, <laughs> and this pick might get lost in the sand, but guess what? I'm willing to ride because I believe in the talent that I like we it. saw flashes of this year. I believe in speed. Look at the Chiefs. I'm just happy
1: you're a Burrow boy.
0: I mean, it took I've one been burnt throw.
1: on this one before. I've been oh, yeah. burnt on this one before.
0: <laughs> yes, you it took one throw for me to see one everything I needed to from ago, Joe Burrow. It was the first yeah,
1: and in. then and then I claimed John Ross for a ton of money week one this year. <laughs> yeah. So I'm out. I'm okay, out on this fine.
0: one. Tom's all the way out. That's fine. All
1: right, I'd then. rather have periodic table Golden Tate, a.k.a. Odd and Tate.
0: <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good.
1: I didn't make that up, but it's right. crazy that that's his name.
0: <laughs> yes. All righty. So let's go to uh, let's go to two of our new categories this year. We brought some brand new categories. One because how is it not already, and the other because well, Scott just needed to play the drop where Terrell Owens cries. It's my team.
2: It's my quarterback.
0: And this is the award for the Ruts QB of the year. Now, you guys know the Ruts boys take pride teammate. in analyzing the quarterback position a little bit differently than traditional fantasy football players do, yes. although the tides are shifting. But we had a lot of quarterbacks that we were like, hey, we believe in this guy, Yes. and you should too. And if you just watch, you're going to prove it. Uh-huh. You're gonna. It's going to prove out. Don't worry. And we've got three guys. First of all, I'm going first. Scott, you're going to go second because Tom has – The winner. Yes. I got Kyler Murray. (laughs) This is a guy who we said, hey, listen, you don't need your Aaron Rodgers. You don't need to waste your first round. You don't need to waste an early pick on Mahomes or Watson. You don't have to go get Andrew Luck. Thank God you didn't because he retired. Of course, that feels like uh, ages ago at this point. You don't even need to wait until the ninth round and get Russell Wilson. No way. You don't need to do Matt Ryan. None of that. You take Kyler Murray in the 12th round. Oh, yeah. If you have to reach in the 11th, go for it because this man He's going to have the have offense built around him. He's going to have rushing attempts out the wazoo. And, of course, what does Kyler Murray do? We said it last week. Top 10 quarterback. Looked great in the past game. Yep. Got really jobbed by his receivers. He had, no, he had very little talent around him. Yeah, None of those young guys no, seemed you to know, pan out. He's throwing them double X Max Williams. Yeah, like, know? come on. Come on. <laughs> but Kyler Murray, he was Awesome all year. He was basically a QB one all year. All yes. you had to do was draft him and put him in your lineup like the Ruts boys said you could. Damn right. And there he was. And he fits the mold, right? He gets that passing outside. But yep. really, it's that rushing upside. Of course. That's what we love. And that's yes. what you're going to see for all these guys on this list. Yeah. My option. A guy who I said at the beginning of the year before anything started, I, you know, I should just drop that Josh Allen in every single one of my yeah. lists. He wasn't and just getting, Start him every week. He wasn't getting taken. And I fought that like hell all year. I only ended up with him in like two leagues. In a couple leagues, it burned you. And I kept benching him, him and I kept benching him, right? But even Josh Allen proved, Scott, don't bench me anymore. And I learned my lesson the hard way. He was the Rutz QB through and through. No passing some weeks. Like Tom said last week, there were four (laughs) games he didn't even get 15 completions in a game. Yeah, Jimmy G-style Five games. But in four of those games, he had at least 15 fantasy points, which is what we care about. Josh Allen had an amazing floor with a ceiling that pushed for tops at the position. That is a a sentence that I say all year long regardless of position. Give me a solid floor with a chance for tops at the position any given week, and I am all in. Josh Allen was exactly that this year. He finished as QB6, and he's incredible. And the perfect thing is QB6 is that perfect spot where, like, Rogers will go ahead of him. Yes. Breeze will go ahead of him him. if he's back in season New Orleans. Like Josh Allen may get drafted outside the top ten QBs again. Josh, I'm not making that. I cannot wait for that. No player won me over more than Josh Allen did this year. Because I I was like, the rushing numbers, I don't know if he can sustain them I don't know. Yeah. All I said was I don't know. The touchdowns were super high last year. Guess what? They were higher this year. Nine. He had eight last year. He had nine this season. Josh Allen, lock it up. We're going to be all over him. We're going to get him in every mock draft. They tried so hard to run the ball on the one with running backs, and they couldn't score. And then when they'd let Josh run, he'd score every time. Yeah. Like they'd be like, first down, Gore, stuff. Second down, all right, let's go with Singletary, stuff. Third down, all right, Josh, take it in. And he would. It's like, okay, coach. (laughs) He's the best. I'm so in on him again. Tom, everybody knows who the Ruts QB is.
1: You just. Mine's Lamar Jackson, and that's it. Shot that's the pitch mic drop <laughs>
0: just drop the mic tom that's actually don't because it's gonna make a really weird sound but yeah, i mean yeah we were all in on want him
2: to. We can i on... drop
0: the mic yeah drop the mic
2: wow oh nice wow did You're it make it, a sound
0: are you on a bed or something i'm on a bed oh okay i was like <laughs> yeah. oh i thought you were like i don't even want to say it made a weird it. sound that yeah. people won't recognize as no, a dropping it'll, just, of the it'll mic. sound like one of us is like fumbling if you were set up like us you can really drop the mic
2: but, I mean, right. it's little Well, that's
0: why, I, that's why I wanted to
1: actually do it. Yeah. It was harmless. Lamar right. going
0: to sweep the awards, but this is of the course. first one. He goes up to the podium. He doesn't even really thank anyone at yeah. this award. Because he knows he's got a lot more coming up. Yep.
1: All right. Next well, he up. just goes up there, and his shirt says, Nobody cares, work harder. He takes the award and moves on. Boom.
0: Just like we love. Love it. I hope that's what he says in his MVP acceptance speech this That'd weekend. That would be sweet. Next up, the award for Playoff Hero of the Year.
2: Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs, playoffs.
0: That's what Tom says when we bring up the playoffs. Yes. So <laughs> these are the. So listen, we talk about this every year. Playoffs. There are there are guys who just go off in the playoffs. We can't even win a game. That you just you just love because of it, and
1: we're talking about the NFL playoffs. Yes. By the way, yes. yeah, not the. I had to be playoffs. corrected. yeah I had Tom, to be corrected Tom on Adulo my and o Jones,
0: team. which I wish was in the playoffs yes. this year, but uh, not quite. I'll go first. uh Raheem Mostert. 200 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Just looking forward to next year. This guy has more than earned his reps. Uh, I can't imagine the 49ers not starting him or not having him at least in a role where he is heavily involved, which is crazy because he got cut seven different times before he had this game. Yes, including by the Niners. But, I mean, the the work speaks for itself. The dude, when they really needed him most, obviously they go out and kill them, but... Tevin Coleman breaks his wrist. You're in a game where your quarterback, you don't even trust him to throw more than 10 times. And a guy who's been cut seven times comes out and gives you 200, 200 and four. This 200 is, this and is four. beyond legendary performance, but even just looking forward to next year,
1: he needs
0: yeah. to be their RB1. And the Chiefs have had I've got it.
1: like three things to say. Okay. Number one. One. You're going to love this one, too. <laughs> I haven't seen a performance like that since Jonas Gray. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) You're damn right, Tom. Before season three ends, (laughs) we meet our Jonas Gray quota.
1: Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Two, I should know Tevin Coleman dislocated his shoulder. Oh, his shoulder. I thought he broke his (laughs) wrist or something like
0: that. Nah, no, it, it looked yeah. that
1: way, but it really it turned plenty, out to be a disappear. You know what's with me
0: is how they hold it when the shoulder's messed up because they need to keep, like, your elbow very straight. I knew. So, like, yeah, you
1: knew right away. You yeah. Knew right I way. knew. I knew. <laughs> and number and, three. And uh, number three, I'm really pissed at Tevin Coleman for that because I bet $150 on Ooh. him to hit the over 40 yards rushing. 40 and, All half. He needed, 40, oh 40 and a half. Oh, my God. He had twenty six. So it million. was a. Oh man, I, when I comic. saw that, I was like, "There's no way he can't hit that." Hammer the that. team rushes for about two hundred fifty yards, <laughs> and I lose because Mostert, the, host Can with you, the Mostert,
0: the most that is He's the worst. Mostert That's one of the worst in the Super Bowl. That is s-
1: such a bad beat.
0: Oh, the worst. The worst. The worst.
1: Because I was 100% right yes. to feel very
0: confident. He needed oh, like yeah. three more carries for the rest of the game. He, he, had, he, got 40.
1: 20, he had 22 carries the week before.
0: <laughs> also true. Also.
1: All true. he needed was two yards a carry. Less <laughs> than two yards a carry. And they ran it enough.
2: Yeah. And we let him off the hook.
1: He had 22 yards actually yeah. before when he left the game. So right. on like six attempts, he had 22 yards.
0: Yeah, there you go. In
1: the, the top of the second quarter. So yep. I <laughs> just, I'm still pissed. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go next because I think Tom. I mean, Tom's, Tom's, Tom's really. got a darling, but so do I. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what a performance in the last two weeks, coming back from 24 down against Houston, coming back from 10 down against Tennessee, just spotting these teams as many points and just like, yeah, watch me come back. Yeah, it's just composure. supremely. And we already confident.
1: know. We already know how he did in the Super Bowl. No, we don't. No, we don't. We're about no, we to don't. find out.
0: <laughs> we'll um, find out soon. But I think a lot of this playoff performance—we talked about this last week, where you guys, where we talked about the quarterbacks—I think that playoff performance is kind of why you and Scott have Pat Mahomes as your QB one going yes. into next season, Tom. And so that's exactly why I pick him, is because without this performance in the playoffs. We're looking at Pat Mahomes as QB two, QB three, whatever you want to do. Yeah. He's number one with a bullet for you guys now because of this playoff performance. He just and that to me it. is the essence of this award. Now, unfortunately, there's also another guy who has just cemented himself as a top two option at his position. Yes. And Tom's gonna tell us about him right now.
1: Yeah, his name's uh Derek Henry. If you've been living under a rock, you may not have heard of him. He might be living but under he pretty him. much yeah. yeah. He pretty much put the uh the Titans on his back throughout the the playoffs this year, I mean, they wouldn't have done, you know, I, I couldn't even give Tannehill enough credit to just two seconds ago. Right. But really, I'm just going to completely revert and say yeah. that it was all Derrick Henry. He sets a, the record for three games in a row over 180 rushing yards. Yeah. He gets a touchdown in every single playoff appearance, at least one. Yep. Yep. And he breaks the biggest runs you've ever seen and the way he plays the game is always so big in the second half. Oh, All yeah. he did was extrapolate that out to the second half of the season. Um I am yeah. very lucky to have this man as a keeper in our league. Oh, yeah. Uh fourth fourth round. Fourth round you guys oh, let yeah. me get away with. Fourth round. Now,
0: pick and It's likely he doesn't get past pick 3 in any league. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Cuz that's what he's done. He's created himself as he's the number 2 running Tennessee, back if he stays in Tennessee. What? Yeah. And even still, he's probably a first-round pick if I he goes so. somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, just uh, he was—he's been so unbelievable. Unbelievable, and like you—you like, you feel. I sit there and watch the games, and I feel the defense. Like I feel for the defense in the second half. Yeah. Like, you feel the quit. Every yeah, it's like the, once he gets a, a little bit past the line, you're like, oh shit, here we go yep. again with this guy. Yeah, if you're if you're in the secondary and he gets past the linebackers, you're terrified. I mean, there's no better there's no better picture than. Uh, when they played the Ravens, yeah. Earl Thomas comes over to him. He just spins him around and starts using him as a blocker. And it is one of the craziest Life things. comes at you fast. The guy is just absolutely dominant. Yeah. And, Tom, I'm still jealous. I'll be jealous all next year, too. Bro. Yep. All right. We'll move on to one of the best-named awards in the entire award show. It's the best desperation stream. Hold. For a moment, Please otherwise known as the CJ Anderson Award, damn right, to commemorate an unbelievable CJ Anderson performance from last year. This is a guy who got you through the holiest of fantasy weeks, your playoff run. CJ Anderson and won several league. championships. Yes. don't ever forget that. I and never will. I benched that. him, no. I benched him in one championship him. as well. Yeah, but I benched him in one for Tevin
1: coleman of
0: course of our co- guy like
2: keep <laughs> going back your dude. existence
0: just when i think i'm out i just can't quit you Ted. i wish i knew how to quit you <laughs> <laughs> uh best inspiration for me um honestly even if you just go on twitter or whatever and look at the highest percentage of players that finished on championship teams brishad perriman what? is in the top 10 of those percentages across basically every single league host he got picked what? up out of nowhere and in week 15, that was the doozy, Donnie, because he goes five for 113 and not one, not two, but three touchdowns to get you into the championship game, where in week 16, he still throws down a respectable seven for one Oh two. Oh, he's awesome. This guy was not nothing forever. You know, if he, if he did this for a longer point in the season, he would have be been zombie. zombie of the year yeah. candidate, but now he's just a desperation stream. I mean, what better way? than to be the guy that you can depend on when you're desperate. No kidding. What no better way to live your life. And 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 the best part about him is, like, based off of his history, history, you were crazily desperate yeah. to play Brashad Perriman mm. in these high-leverage games. But we were telling you, like, hey, Godwin out, Mike Evans out, Brashad yeah, like, Perriman. Even we were a little nervous, and me and Tom had talked about it, and, like, people were playing him over Tyler Boyd and stuff, and we we're like, you can't do that. You, you know, there were guys where well, we just wouldn't allow you to do that, where in some weeks are we were right, some weeks right. we not uh, I'm going – to sneeze
1: bless <laughs> you bless you i'll take over from here i'm so uh, sorry i'm going with ryan fitzpatrick scott i'm gonna throw a little mud at you i'm gonna hey. start the mud campaign again best desperation week. stream in week 15 okay i'll see you that and raise <laughs> you the championship ryan fitzpatrick known for his big blow up spots and yeah you had them right but no game was bigger the entire year for this man, but the Week 16 Shitter Bowl versus the Cincinnati Bengals. This and game was always supposed to be a knockdown, drag them out weird fantasy championship week, game. 15 too, 15 and
0: 15. Guess and what? it
1: delivered. And it absolutely delivered. Ryan Fitzpatrick threw for four touchdowns this game. Dropped a thirty. 30- Dropped a 30-burger, attempted 52 passes. This game went to overtime. Tyler Boyd showed out for the fans, but no one shined brighter. Then Ryan Fitzpatrick in the Miami no. Sun. Because everybody's rooting
0: for Fitzpatrick to go, to go Fitz magic on us. Yeah. And we got it in the holiest of the holiest of fantasy it, well, weeks. Well, this was another one, and too. You, you know, obviously, we, we love yeah. to look for these guys ahead of time. Right. And we had him on our docks, you know, week 13, right. 14, like – you could pick up Fitzpatrick and ride him to the championship. One of our buddies, shout out to Pete Kennedy, actually did do that. Mm-hmm. He's texting me on, on week 16 like, dude, I'm going to win a championship with Fitzpatrick. <laughs> like, And what I, better I know, way to bro, do it? I know. It doesn't surprise proving me. Proving <laughs> once and for all that you cannot, draft in your right either. mind, waste the first uh, an early draft pick on a quarterback. Yep. Because you can go win a championship with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Damn it. Right. You can go win a championship with Ryan Tannehill, yep. who was the hottest quarterback down the stretch. Tom did a great job illustrating that. He goes 23 and 24, respectively, in weeks 15 and 16. He goes nuts. He was awesome. He was yep. one of the best was quarterbacks amazing. once Leading he got in. Up to that he too. had the running floor. He hit the big throws. He hit little throws that A.J. Brown just took to the house, or Jonu Smith got loose on a screen. I mean, yep. he had the weapons. He had Derrick Henry to back him up. He was awesome, and he probably presented himself earlier in the season as a starter but if you rode with him over one of those highly touted first round first four round guys like baker like breeze like russell wilson who kind of tailed off down the stretch even though he was qb3 like I yeah, mean, I'm gonna smear your campaign actually, because you don't have a stream. You got a river. Me and Tom got got oh, little streams. Fair. All right, you got an eight week river flowing over that's there. That's true. And it's all the power too, uh, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, like, I mean he got he his was, money. Yeah, and he, he got was, his money right. He was a great, you know, and he was he was a great streamer, and he was a great streamer during those weeks. And, and guess what? He was available everywhere still, yeah. even though he was balling. Nobody wanted to believe. On. So I do think he's worthy of this, but I had to throw a little oh. crap on yours because Tom threw a little crap on mine. It wouldn't be. A, an award show with Tom's got a good mudslinger. pick. I'm pissed.
1: I'll him. help you out, though, Don. I'll help you out, though, Don. For, you you left out week 14. I mean, for the whole playoffs, he went 27, 24, 23. He had three yeah. touchdowns in each of those games. Uh, if you count the rushing touchdown which in week of course 15, you which do. I certainly do. That's yes. right. But oh, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the stream of the year. Yes. I am. O.
0: all right. Let's move on. Another uh, recap episode staple. It's the F- waiver wire hero of the year. And boy, do we have some good ones. And boy, do we have some tight ends yeah. to go over. It was a great year. Great and, year for two. And I can't believe who's saying who, because Scott, you've got Tom's boy Darren Waller. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right, man. I'm going with Darren Waller. This guy had 90 catches. That's a lot. He caught 90 balls, and you got him off the waiver. And the beauty of it all, Donnie, is you got to play him at freaking tight end. This is the other reason why we don't draft a tight end Another early tight either. end who could have wide receiver eligibility. Because you look at Mark Andrews. You look at Darren Waller. You look at Austin Hooper. You look at all these guys who came up off the waiver and gave you wire-to-wire value to me. The king of the hill was Darren Waller it's the only because of, the of three how, three many, get how many receptions he had. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got yeah, for you. He Scott, was amazing. He's their number one receiver, and he will be next year. But, Scott, you don't talk about Darren Waller. Tom talks about Darren Waller. I know you're supposed to be telling me about Mark Andrews, and now I got Tom telling me about Mark Andrews. Tom, let's hear it. Well, the reason—well, I just want to hop in. I stole Mark Andrews, clean and (laughs) fair, from Tom right at the beginning of the year. He Tom was all in on Andrews, and I was like, yeah, you know, he'll be good. You know, I was still always a little skeptical about the Ravens pass offense, but once it blew up, man, I was all in, especially on Andrews. What else? Yeah, and I dropped.
1: well, in that league, I, I had drafted uh, Jack Doyle. Then I dropped him for Mark Andrews before the week, week one started, who I dropped for Darren Waller, right. who I played week one, <laughs> and then uh, wound up dropping for Hunter Henry. Right. Anyway, uh, that's the story of my tight end lifestyle. <laughs> but Mark Andrews goes out there, messes around, gets you 10 touchdowns. Ten touchdowns. What more can you ask for yep. from someone that you didn't even draft unless you're me or listen to me or Scott yep or maybe Don <laughs> Scott, but, Scott 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 <laughs> Don But I can tell you this in most of his games his yards per catch were over 10 in yeah. a lot of them they were 20 I mean it's it's really insane the guy only plays 50% snap share but he doesn't need to play anymore. No. They just use him when they need him. Lamar goes to him deep. Lamar goes to him short. It doesn't matter. Ten touchdowns for free. And yep. could they have come at better times? I'm not sure. No. Week 16, two Dude. touchdowns. That's called the championship. Week, one, week 15, touchdown. Yeah, week one goes nuts for you. Oh No, not so, two touchdowns
0: week one, but a big one.
1: Yeah, uh, he had one, but 108 and eight catches <laughs> on eight targets. This guy is the definition of consistency and efficiency, and he had a little bit of a lull, but he's a tight end, so we'll always forgive him for that. Yep. Yep. And if of you course. had the bye, you didn't even notice his worst week. And you know what? He might have got you the bye. So it's all good, and it's it was all, all good with me, baby. with Mark baby. Andrews. All right. Exactly.
0: I'm going Cortland Sutton. This man good is going pick. to be a problem great pick for nfl defenses going down going along the years he was catching he was he might be he might win two awards here if he can sneak this one and then he's gonna win man catch you, you nominated him for man catch I almost not ate him
1: for a different man catch that yeah. Why. but
0: I was like, let me let me diversify yeah. a little bit here. So I mean, Matt he's Clarence, not gonna
1: win. I'm I'm gonna win man catch. No, no way. See.
0: <laughs> but either That's way,
1: why. Cortland Sutton, a waiver wire pickup, he becomes a wide receiver one. Yeah. He
0: was outstanding. He and the great part about it is going into next year, you got the Broncos trying to use him in any way they can. Yeah. He gets this jet sweeps. He throws passes. He is gonna be a focal point of this offense and he deserves it for He's sure unbelievable in the in his ability to make highlight reel catches and we go back to it every time but this is the type of stuff that works for players yeah he makes the catch of the year in drew locks first start Yeah, he catches two touchdowns in the first quarter they hammer the chargers i mean what's better than that yeah i know what's better than that and so I'm, I'm really so excited. excited for I'm him. I'm really excited for him, You too. will never be able to get him off the waiver wire again unless he's out and for like, an extended period of time. And, like, here's the beauty, too. Like, really the true beauty of him was yep. Joe Flacco started, like, six games. Brandon Allen started, like, eight games. And then you had yeah. Drew Locke for the other two. This guy did it with absolute shit yes. quarterback play. Yes. For most of this, I mean, Locke yep. looked pretty good. Pretty, yeah, but it's a rookie in his first but it's two a starts, Right, Exactly. You know? So it's exactly he's he's unreal, and I think that regardless of who's quarterback or what's going on there,
1: he's, he's gonna worth be a top
0: five round pick. Absolutely.
1: Mark Andrews, tight end two in standard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go now to uh, two two Ruts favorites, two two awards that would not exist without the vernacular of Run Up the Score Fantasy Football Podcast. <laughs> First one up, we're going we're going for it. We're going for man catch of the year. You know who's a man? Me. I'm a man. And you know who's a man? I feel like I said him before. Cortland Sutton. <laughs> we didn't even know which week to pick from. Yeah. He just kid. put together an all-star cast of highlight real catches in the them. end zone from different Done. shit quarterbacks. Cortland Sutton, lock it up. Give him both. He deserves it.
1: I don't think you should be that confident in this one. I I see Scott's answer now, and I think I think Corlin Sutton could wind up in last. Yeah, oh, it dude, won't.
0: I can't imagine how my pick, Tyler Lockett, doesn't win man catch this is one of the most ridiculous catches we have ever seen this dude catches yeah. this ball it's it was like, that right. it's like four yards out of bounds when he snags this bad boy he's basically parallel to the ground when he possesses it both tiptoes inbounds a glorious catch very early in the season without an inch to spare. you know courtland's made awesome. great plays and i was flipping through them you know i was trying to decide which one i wanted to go with and I saw the one he had against the Browns, too, even yeah. though I think that's oh, the one you might have nominated him for. He had two amazing ones. I think Tyler Lockett had the very best one, so I'm going with him. The very best one sometimes doesn't win. Just ask the Oscars Best Picture winners. Very true. Sometimes it's the most unexpected nominee that wins, and I think that's the angle that Tom's going for here. <laughs> so, Tom, let's hear it. You're super confident in this pick.
1: Yeah, I I, I would vote for this guy. This is Jason Sanders. You say who? <laughs> I say it's a tight end, the right? kicker uh the kicker on the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> the kick flip.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean w- what a day he had that day. What a play. Yeah, Jason Sanders could have been
0: a desperation stream too. I think it was like week fourteen he kicked seven <laughs> well, field goals. Well what happened was yeah. that we put him on the dock. He was the first kicker ever to be get put on the dock yeah. for us. And then the next week he kicked seven yeah, field he was goals. Like, <laughs> and we were like, We told you to pick him up. <laughs>
2: The only kicker to yeah. be on the dock twice.
1: <laughs> he didn't have a great championship week. I played him, but he did, he have, it the, that be, point. He did have the best catch of the damn year. Oh, yeah. And I, I would really, I would, it's hard to pick a catch that was more entertaining than that catch. It was I amazing.
0: Mean, the play set up before. This is the
1: closest thing we have to play of the year. And therefore, yeah. I have a weird advantage by picking him.
0: That's fair. That is fair. We,
1: You're going to lose. We
0: might. We, yeah, he's, he's going. No, well. not. Tyler Lockett, baby. Come Sutton on, Ruts, You got me. But the real award, the, the biggest award, you talk about Ruts vernacular, we get a lot of stuff going. Of course. We get a lot. Of, we get a lot of different things going. Sometimes you'll hear us call players by something you've never heard or expected before. <laughs> and that's where this award comes in. It's the nickname of the year. That was the stupidest nickname I've ever heard. I think you wish you thought of it. All right, you got me. That's an awesome nickname. We come up with so many. It's a great drop. We come up with that's so many. the best many. drop. We came up with so many this year that the Don Doza line didn't make the cut. Well, like we try to go player based. Yeah, that's too niche the for Don, us. But... the Don Doza line will live. Will live on an infinite. It will live on. Yeah, forever. it's not really <laughs> nickname. in name. private conversations. No. I say that. You yeah. know, like, well, did he cross the Don Doza line? That's you know, no, of course not. It's that's the only thing that matters no. for a quarterback. No, well, yeah, I mean, the rushing floor obviously matters. Uh, who's going first here I'll go, Cause cause, I, I cause deserve to go last I'm combining uh, two guys who we've already talked about uh, yeah. it was a it was a two players that I enjoyed very much this year I had uh, Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews on the same team and if anyone watched football with me on a Sunday this year <laughs> the only thing you heard was Lemanres Lamandrews <laughs> yo Ravens just scored Lemanrews Tut, touchgers Lemanres Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews combined into Lamandrews as one amazing human being for my fantasy teams and your fantasy teams yeah. alike. The Lamandrews stack. Lamandrews.
1: With your last two picks, too. Yeah, right? I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Seriously. But go ahead. Take Mahomes in the first round. Please. You idiots. Please continue to. Yeah. Go for it. Take, take Lamar in the first <laughs> round next year. Yeah. Go for it. Deshaun Watson's got to be the first four rounds. Oh, be yeah. yeah. You know what? You got it. If you want Breeze, you're gonna have to. You're not gonna be able to leave the fifth round without taking. You it. gotta smoke them while you got you them. You know. You know. Just like, yeah. Just do it,
1: man. Tom, what you got for nickname? Nickname? I'm going with the Whistling Disley. <laughs> the what? And uh, with or without Whistling Disley. Stick. With or without the stick? No, Whisker do- who's-ker Do's, Whisker Don'ts. With or without the whisker stick? Uh, <laughs>
0: you're gonna tell me that you owning a
1: fireworks stand <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna tell me but you ain't owning. got no whistling bungles <laughs> but uh, this nickname was great but the problem is is that i i almost wanted to use this one we had some other choices but yes. i wanted yeah. to use this one to remind us to never forget this one it's so great yeah. it's just a, <laughs> it's a sad the sad fact that he had to finish the year on ir and <laughs> yeah. thus become what? fantasy irrelevant one of my so buddies he finished actually the year without game. the whisker stick don't Disley. Uh,
0: <laughs> don't forget because we didn't do the don't forget episode because that's basically what we did with the top 20 we just were like hey don't forget about this and this, and this and yeah this. don't forget that will disley was a tight end one before he got hurt oh yeah like easily kicking ass yeah he was awesome but the, the problem with tom's obscure obscure player <laughs> I would say maybe not everybody obscure who Joe to this Dirt show. reference, yeah, like obscure, <laughs> obscure movie reference. There's no more prevalent player in the NBA right now than Kawhi Leonard. He owned, hmm. owned the off season with his unbelievably, you know, out outgoing attitude or <laughs> lack thereof. But the story that comes out, of course, he called himself the board man in college, yes. and every time he grabbed a board, he would say the board man gets paid. Well, guess what? Over this offseason in the NFL, the Boyd man got paid. Yep. And yes, he struggled with a terrible Bengals pass offense that could not protect whoever was back there. But the Boyd man still gets paid.
1: I'm so excited for him next and year. And he And the Boyd man got you paid in week sixteen That's if you played. Right. That's right.
0: He was and Tom, you stuck your neck out. You had a thread going about why you should start him over pretty much anybody. Anyone. And there he was.
1: Most of the thread was me self congratulating myself and well, one yeah, tweet with that's good, fine. one one long tweet with good information. But then right. it was, uh, you know something, and then there's straight first, cash, first, homie. He just kept like he <laughs> yeah. just kept going crazy. Yep. So Oh yeah. Uh,
0: you know. I can't good wait. Times. I can't wait for him and Burrow. Burrow You'll to love boy. To be baby. Right. Burrow to You'll boy. Love to be boy right. man gonna keep getting paid. Yep. All right, we've got one more before the big two. Wow. It's the draft value. Of the year. Wow, that's a low price. It sure was. I like got to call some... this the big three. I like to I'd like to group this in draft value a... rookie and okay. I think the draft, big three are I here. Think draft value is one of the most important awards. We talk so much. We spend so much time on the draft, and I think pointing out who was the number one best value holds a lot of weight, just like the MVP does. Well, then with... who was the number one value? Scott to me. You're gonna love this answer, Oh, of course I do. You it's know I do. Austin M.F. Eckler. M.F. and Eckler, bro. Are you serious? This guy was not was drafted amazing. before pick 80 in any draft. No. In any draft, this guy was at yep. least 80, he 90. Was I as saw as an insurance in the hundreds. policy. I saw people taking Justin Jackson before they took Austin Eckler. We're talking that type of slander, and this guy finishes RB freaking four in PPR. Mm-hmm. He finishes RB what six or seven in half PPR top ten in any format and he scores twelve touchdowns so he again he's top ten regardless of format you drafted him outside of the top at eighty picks and you got a top five running back. This I is tried to, to, to tell everybody year, no question. Alex. I tried to tell everybody I really did. All you had to do he was he single
1: handedly single handedly kept the team alive and made it made me get to the playoffs. It was <laughs> only him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and what was awesome about Eckler right off the bat 36 points week yep. one then you he knew dropped exactly what he was doing and then in the middle like you, you thought it tapered off because it wasn't that big it was still 15 16 15. it was 14, so exciting it was insane he had he like two so single steady. digit it weeks amazing at PPR you could and not you got him it. at pick 90 yeah 90. I'm gonna you go went next.
1: absolutely bonkers
0: oh. oh yeah I'm going next and this is this is just this I, I'm punting this award. I'm just giving the floor to one of the greatest wide receiver performances we will ever see in our lifetimes, Michael Thomas. Yeah, I think and I think you didn't listen, know he was he might be coming up. Listen, you think about you think about what he did and you think about where he was going, right? Back end first, early second, whatever. Yeah. Who uh, who around him played well? Tyreek Hill got hurt. DeVonte Adams got hurt. Odell Beckham sucked mike evans not so great then yeah. got up and down then got hurt mike thomas finishes ahead of all of them the running backs the good ones they were gone your Saquons, your ezekiel elliott he was still better your than christian him. mccaffrey nick chubb tailed down the stretch michael in a way that michael thomas didn't melvin gordon never saw the field in a meaningful way dalvin cook played well down the stretch tails off gets hurt joe mixon we know <laughs> How many? How many do we do? You need to prove this on. We're I don't good. know. Should I keep going? Because <laughs> no, I can. Patrick no. Mahomes got hurt. That was the whole. Travis Kelsey that was the whole second. Tight end won, but he wasn't like a, a a huge advantage for some weeks. Michael Thomas. Michael was Thomas absolutely amazing. He was your cheat code this year because you could have ended up with him in the late second, which means there was a possibility. And Scott, you know this because this happened to you. Yeah. There was a possibility that you got Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas on the same team. Yeah. And that makes him an unbelievable draft value that you could get wide receiver one without paying wide receiver one price. It's incredible.
1: It's incredible.
0: And I can't wait to see what he does next year. And you think about his, you know, consensus rank and stuff like that at the beginning of the year. Not a lot of people had him as number one. Obviously he was floating in that top five range, but you know, a lot of people even even us had Odell Beckham over him and stuff like that. So you're right. For for where he went and the guys around him, he was amazing value. Yeah, because he was the he, only one who hit. And not only did he hit, he freaking grand slammed huge. out of the park. Yeah. You could even reach into guys that he was not being considered over at all, like DeAndre Hopkins. He yeah. outperformed him. He outperformed Kamara. Tyreek Hill. Out-performed, yeah, exactly. It I It mean, goes on and on. Yeah, I could go on and on. Tom, what do you got? We need more time to talk about Lamar Jackson, Tom. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it's Lamar Jackson for me yeah. and I don't think it's particularly close. You're right. The guy had 36 passing touchdowns, right. 7 yeah. rushing touchdowns, 7 30 burgers and 1200 rushing yards. <laughs> yes. Yes. He did that. And yeah. no he did that and
0: in no draft that I was in did he go in the top 120 picks. No.
1: The highest I saw him go was the seventh round of a twelve man league, That's and um, just, people yeah. thought that was early.
0: And they were wrong.
1: They it were was late not. as hell.
0: They were so it's very latest,
1: wrong. It's the latest he'll go in the history of the league. Yep. Yeah, no
0: kidding. No kidding.
1: And uh, his worst performance was week five, Steelers, Pittsburgh, eleven and a half points. Yep. Other than that, his worst performance was nineteen. Yep. He lived in the 20s. Lived
0: in the 20s,
1: yeah. And he thrived in the 30s. <laughs> 30 and it, 30. Yeah, I mean, really, it, his rushing numbers is just a green blur on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds you, about right. I, I usually talk about people uh, when they go 40 yards and over. The only week he didn't have over 40 yards was week one, where he threw five touchdowns immediately.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Immediately. Yeah. We move on. The big three has now become the big two. First up, the guys who will be gracing our rosters for what we hope to be a very long time. It's a fantasy football rookie of the year. Wait, I'm rookie? And I mean, I got Kyler again here. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I think this one— He proved out that he was worth the one overall pick. You guys kind of took the big candidates. Yeah. Um, but you got a fun one. Yeah, I mean, my guy, DK Metcalf. Yeah, you know, I think he was great. I think not only did he grow uh, throughout the year, but especially at the end of the year. And that's why I yep. picked him instead of like Terry McLaurin or like some of these other guys. Terry McLaurin was kind of big early Noah and then tapered off, whereas DK Metcalf really just kind of— gained steam and AJ Brown was invisible until he kind of exploded. Whereas you, you were aware of DK Metcalf. Tom was saying at the beginning of the year, Hey, you could start DK Metcalf every week. He's getting six or seven targets in a good offense, yep. and he was right. And you start to see that build into the point where now he's getting ten targets, and now he's you know, and now he's catching two touchdowns, yep. and now he's getting hundred yards. It built and built until that playoff game. I almost had him as my playoff award winner, yep. but I thought I needed to get Raheem Mostert on this ep- episode somewhere, of course. So I wanted to sneak him in there. Yep. Put me <laughs> put me in for DK for Rookie of the Year. I'm yep. happy we got him on the award show. He gets to walk the red carpet yep. in his first year, and hopefully we'll have DK back yep. next year. Tom, I don't think he's going to win. Of course. And I don't think Kyler's going to win because, Tom, quarterbacks, you can get points wherever you want. That's fine. We we may have gotten a legit RB1 out of this draft, and it's Josh Jacobs. So let's hear about him a little bit.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get an RB1 in either format. Uh, so the, the, the race is still alive. I think Scott yeah. kind of undersold his boy over there. Good. I hope, uh, I hope so Twitter I, reacts. I, they say, Scott, you're wrong. Okay, rocks, baby. I won't even have to sling any mud. You didn't. Uh, you didn't. You didn't prop him up enough. Uh, running back 14 in standard, which is awesome for a rookie yeah. and amazing for where you got him. Running back 21 in full point PPR show really, really shows the discrepancy of uh, how much I'd like to see him get involved in the passing game. Right. But we've seen this with other with other rookies mm-hmm. with other run, young running backs. Hopefully he does get involved, and then Don, you'd be absolutely right that you have a running back one here, oh, yes. without a doubt. Any just I a mean,
0: little morsel of pass game involvement, and he's going to be. And alive. he's going to get there exactly. I
1: really he only had he only had 27 targets, right? But he had 20 it's catches. Yeah. Throw, throw this guy the ball. He caught an, an absurd amount of uh, amount of those targets, and I'm, a Michael I'm sure some of them were great. pretty crappy throws or throwaways. Wonder, yeah, some of those are probably throwaways at his feet. No kidding. The guy had 242 rushing attempts. We always say 250 is the magic number. So you take in those 20 catches, man. and he's way above that, that That Don Doza, if you will. Yeah. 1,150 <laughs> yards. I'll take that every day. Absolutely. Seven touchdowns. I'll take that as well. And yards per carry, what would you think?
2: Five.
0: A little lower,
1: 4.5. 4.75, so right in the <laughs> middle between you guys. And a f- an incredible yards per carry for so two hundred and forty two attempts. A team that
0: is not good either. And he missed what he two did. games? Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, so he played thirteen games, so three, he actually so missed, three. missed
0: three. There you go. And, and here so, was the thing that was so annoying too. Like once they once DeAndre Washington became the lead back. They peppered the dude with yeah, targets. Yeah, I don't get, get it. it. So it well. so it's like the 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 propensity in the offense could really be there. We got to see Jalen Rashard get the hell out of here, and let's yes. bell cow Josh Jacobs because if so, we're looking at a lot more than just rookie of the year for him. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you guys are right to point out how many games he played. I mean, three more games, and he, this guy is like a twenty-touch guy. Yeah, he probably so, finishes around like Mark Ingram or like you know yeah.
0: like a true stud this year.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, next year, full carries and actually gets involved in the pass game, he's going to be above 300 it's touches. Over. It'll yeah. be insane.
2: Uh, uh, we're,
0: selling, we're selling me on Josh Jacobs for next year yeah. really bad. Oh, day. yeah. He's
1: yeah, ready. I actually want to shut up right now because yeah. um, I'm starting to let the secret out a little too early. No, uh,
0: next award, please. The next award <laughs> is the last award. Wow. The prestigious fantasy football MVP. a great list of candidates who have been assembled absolutely to the point where i'm actually audibling off of the patriots defense whoa and what I, I know no i like a that they stunner. were in the nominees well we've mentioned them i'll now. take them then i might take them okay well cuz i'm going christian mccaffrey because there's no way you can talk about fantasy football in 2019 and not talk about Christian McCaffrey's MVP chances. Not just in fantasy football. He was a legitimate MVP yeah. candidate when the Panthers weren't awful. We didn't even bring him up on here at all. I'm happy. No. I'm happy I got so that mention in I will, I will make the sacrifice play, and I will talk about the running back who put up, oh, I don't know, one of the t- 10 best seasons in fantasy. And in fantasy football history, fantasy in full point BPR, football history, regardless of position quarterbacks yeah. included in that, right? One of three running backs to go a thousand and a thousand. Yeah. He became the only catches. running back to ever catch a hundred passes twice in a se- in two different seasons. He became the only running back to catch over 110 passes. He shattered the record for catches by a running back. Yep. He was so fun to watch. He hit big plays. He did it with. He was so involved. Kyle Allen and Will Greer, couldn't stop him yeah he was unbelievable tom i remember you tweeted at one point in the season he was averaging a 30 burger in yes. full ppr <laughs> yep. done. yeah done yeah yeah done that was like week seven yeah <laughs> and, it, and he kept it up too that's the craziest part
1: really is uh
0: so Tom's still deciding i think if he's gonna pick it scott we. Need i'm going i'm gonna go, go ahead, to the patriots tom. d i'm right. gonna go to
1: the patriots d so okay. let's hear it then every league i was in Whoever had the Patriots team made the playoffs. Fact. Same
0: here. There's
1: just absolute no doubter because you didn't have to spend – like, of course, if you had Christian McCaffrey, you you, you had a really good chance of making the playoffs. I'll say that. But you could easily combine your first-round pick now you know, let's say it was Christian McCaffrey. It doesn't disqualify you from having the Patriots defense, which is one of the biggest impact players. Maybe this should have been nominated for best draft value, honestly, because, or waiver wire. They weren't drafted,
0: yeah. Waiver wire, I think, would be the best. Waiver wire hero was probably the most most reasonable one. But
1: they were so impactful that I think the MVP discussion is really in play. They had nine weeks in double-digit fantasy points as a defense, which is unbelievable. They were the first
0: Uh, defense ever to score over 200 points in a they season. They scored
1: 240 in <laughs> there fact. You go. So they think had, about that. They the had record 47 initially was sacks, 80 something. 47 sacks, 25 interceptions. Oh my god. And five touchdowns.
0: Five touchdowns. More than Odell five. Beckham. Yeah. Dude,
1: this More team went Kamara nuts on defense. Weeks.
0: Crazy. Yeah.
1: Absolutely nuts. They had nuts. they had four weeks in the 20s and one week in the 30s, so I would say actually five weeks in the 20s, yes. nine weeks in the tens, and a 30 burger, 35 versus Miami week two. <laughs> you didn't lose that game. No if you lost that game, way. send me a screenshot. I'll Venmo you a dollar.
0: <laughs> yeah, for condolences or something, man. That's that. I agree with you, Tom. They were amazing, and it's like. The worst part about them was, you know, I didn't have them anywhere. So like, I'm looking at my matchups, and I'm like, I really have to sit here and worry about the Patriots' defense dropping twenty on me and losing. And you really did. It was a real fear throughout the entire season, regardless of who they played. Although they did do it in some easy matchups, they had some tougher ones where they played pretty well as well. You could argue that they were the scariest matchup of the year.
1: Definitely, my favorite part is when people say that uh, you know they didn't really finish the season that strong. This is a fantasy defense, okay?
2: Yeah. Who cares? Still yeah. nine.
1: Still nine in week fourteen. Uh, a quick nineteen spot in week fifteen. Fifteen, yep. Yeah. And seven in week sixteen. These are fine. Yeah, that's a
0: fine defense score.
1: They, they didn't like to hurt you. They didn't go away. No. Okay. They, they no. carried they still, you there, and then they stayed with you. And they didn't let you down. Exactly. You know, so you got a 15 out of them in week 15. So I don't want to hear – a 19 out of them in week 15. Yeah. I don't want to hear a peep from you.
0: Nothing. Not even a little peep.
1: Not even a little peep. All right, Very nice.
0: Scott, who was a fantasy football MVP? You guys already know probably from all of the other awards that he's been involved in. <laughs> it's Lamar Jackson from creating a waiver wire hero and Mark Andrews to creating a potential – diamond in the rough and Hollywood Brown to winning draft value and winning best ruts quarterback and whatever. Nick, Not only was it a, a season where he will win a lot of real life accolades. He deserves all of the fake accolades that we are about to give him here throughout this fake award show, but especially MVP more so than anything else. And like I said, for the combination of everything, right, it's not just because he had 36 passing touchdowns and seven rushing touchdowns and 1,200 rushing yards and his team won 14 games. It's because you got him in the 13th goddamn round <laughs> and you won because of it. Yeah. And your team was stacked yep. because of it. And yep. that's why he's the MVP. It's not just the fact that he was better than everyone else. It's that you got him at a discount that was made it seem like he was worse than almost Everyone and else in the league. Think about what you just said. He was being drafted in the thirteenth round. Most teams do what in the fourteenth and fifteenth round? Kicker defense. Draft their kicker Kick or in defense.
1: defense. I he got was Lamar the last guy in the you drafted.
0: Round. There you go. Like
1: done. It pissed me off. And Bad. He, and yeah. if he
0: played all all sixteen weeks, he would have had the greatest fantasy season ever. Yeah, I mean, he for a quarterback. Oh yeah. no, he did have have it for a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, hello, we're done. Yeah, this is over. Yeah, he's the MVP. He's probably going to win all these other awards. Nickname and of the year too. And I can't rookie of the year freaking Fuck wait it. to fire up a yes. mock draft with the boys for ah. next year already. Yes, season he's f- gonna
1: go in the first round. Yes.
0: yes, easily. Yes, because people are gonna be like, not only is he a QB one, he's an RB one too. You think about, You're
1: about getting it. both. But think about well, it. the funny thing is, is I could bring up a, a negative stat, but I won't sully his uh, his good night. I'll wait for <laughs> season.
0: There you go. What?
1: We're What's the next four? Name? four? Are we We're
0: gonna be four. Yeah,
1: four. Yeah. yeah. Four, yeah.
0: yep so we will be back we will be checking in periodically of course talking about player movement talking about the winner of our super bowl prop bet pool make sure you get over to our twitter or instagram at ruts for the link on that uh tom's on twitter at hillier scott's on twitter at yxff i'm on twitter at why so serious we promised the winner of the prop bet pool for the regular season last week and never brought it up so the longest tease in the history of this podcast (laughs) is now over we'd like to extend our sincere and proud congratulations to Chris Kirby, Way to who go, Chris. not only won, but put together an unbelievable performance. Scott, you highlighted it already yeah, last week. He kicked some ass. He got the number one wide receiver in Michael Thomas. He got the number one running back in Christian McCaffrey. He got Travis Kelsey. He got Travis Kelsey as the best tight end. He got Julian Edelman being the first non-quarterback to throw a touchdown it was, pass. It was he, a hell of a it performance. Was a, well-deserved. It was domination. Chris, we will be reaching out to you shortly to get your jersey order. We will also be reaching out, obviously, to the winner of the Super Bowl prop at pool to get their jersey. We'll get those out to you guys uh, when we can. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, Russ. Scott, fair. Tom, thank you guys so much for your continued commitment to this podcast and your just the nonstop laughs. Tom, course. I'll talk to you in April. Well, Don't even freaking big look at me until then. Big trust. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> These are the best two fantasy football analysts in the podcast game. And if, you, if, you want, and
2: if you're not about it, come see me. Big <laughs> trust. I'm at the About
1: null. that. Woo-woo.
2: And now, of course, we need to talk about the importance <laughs> of voting. Because the next time that you will see us, it will be long after the votes have been cast yeah, for the vote fantasy on your football league awards. Settings. Make sure you're voting on your league settings. We will be running Twitter polls. Uh, I believe my, my my intern will be on the Twitter uh, the Twitter sphere, or whatever it's called these days by these young people. Uh, make sure that you vote for all the awards. It's important to exercise your right to vote,
1: even vote if you guy. don't
2: quite understand what you're voting for on a fantasy football podcast, just like I do. Um, please make sure I vote or die. Bernie Sanders, 2025. Uh, I don't know. What, <laughs> what year is it? I know it's 2024 in Avengers Endgame. And, uh, anyway, either way. All right, I'm, I'm rambling. Go figure.
0: Uh, thank you all very much. We will see you for Season 4.
2: Enjoy the Super
0: Bowl. I'm I think we're all it. still taking the Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. Chiefs. And Lamar, of course, is the big winner of the Lamar season. Forever. Lamar forever. Keep scoring. Baby, we were born win